This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here on Zoom with Joe. Joe. And Hevs. Hi, everybody. What are you laughing at? Joe. Oh, I've decided to abandon continuing to try and call you Heather and just lean into the Hevs. Go into lean into it. Which for those of you who care, it's with a Z, not a TH, but I appreciate well, it's actually with a VZ. It's just funny how people spell it to me when they talk to us on Instagram. <laughs> Joe anyway, called me Hevs. Who did? Joe. Yeah, he still does sometimes. I think sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Um, so we're here to discuss season four, episode 15 of New Girl, The Crawl, one of my favorite episodes. And before we all do, for all. we will pass around the feeling stick. Joe, I'm guessing you don't have anything. Not tonight. Hevs. Um, I'm only going to do one. I have a ton. Yeah, and let's keep I it love brief. You guys, but because we're on Zoom, um, everybody knows what my feeling stick is. Yeah. On the Oscars, Jamie Lee, my worlds collided. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Jess's mom, gave the tribute to Betty White. Oh, no way. That, that is the podcast and all your worlds colliding. And because Betty White wanted animals to be adopted, Jamie Lee Curtis was holding a straight nice dog i I understand i'm petting it that's really cool yeah so that's how my worlds collided i everybody probably knew i was going to say that when they watched the oscars okay um my feeling stick is that i'm cheating on you guys and i have a second podcast what heather you know (laughs) (laughs) and it's been around for quite a while by the time this episode adds so that or the airs so i will stop talking about john mayer so much kind of like how heather needs her own golden girls podcast heather Ooh. i wonder if there's a golden girls podcast oh i'm sure there is but i'll look yeah so i have a podcast about john mayer called mayor studies with my friend lucas where we analyze one john mayer song a week do a deep dive so if you're at all interested in john mayer i encourage you to check it out so with that we'll get into this episode joe I got some really good feedback on Instagram lately about how people love Joe Flick. So let's start with you. Well, this one has a little bit of a twist. Oh, the Joe Flicks or the episode? The Joe Flicks. All right, hit us with it. It's called Running Into a Relationship Ends Up With a Crawl Out of It. Did you write that down? Yep. And you (laughs) have to. You have to understand what I'm talking about because the reason for the crawl was Kai. Right. And how'd he meet Kai? They they met and actually started dating in the same night. That's right. Well, he asked her out. Yeah. So that's rush. That's I should say rushing into a relationship, but running too, because he rushed and ran. 
Yeah, but running and crawl go better together. That's interesting, Joe. So Netflix had a different take. It's the gang's Valentine's pub crawl finds Nick dumped by Kai, Ryan asking Jess to move in with him, and Schmidt reconnecting emotionally with Sissy. So I vote for Joe Flicks. Um, I'm going Joe Flicks. Mm -hmm. And dare I say... I think that's one of the best Joe flicks to date. Well, it's definitely the only one he's written down. So good job, Joe. Ace, that's impressive. So let me ask you another question. When did you watch the episode? Was it just like 10 minutes ago? Yeah, like an hour ago. Nice. Okay. (laughs) You tend to have more comments when you've watched it more recently. So guest stars from this episode include Megan Rath, who plays May, who was in Schitt's Creek and is currently in Hawaii Five-0. I don't know if that show's still on. The new one, um, she was in that. And uh, I'm excited to see her because it's nice to see Coach find somebody. Oh, absolutely. We'll get into the episode. Jess just returned to the law from a week at Ryan's with a fake accent. It's Valentine's Day and she's being annoying. Coach says, this is why everyone's turned against you guys. And she says, that's why Ryan's looking for a new job. Uh, Schmidt is spending Valentine's Day at a cardiologist gala um, with his new girlfriend. And Nick comes out. RA, not a gala. It's a what? Soiree. Okay. A uh, cardiologist soiree. Um, they haven't seen Nick in a week, which is weird since Schmidt shares a room with him. Nick yeah. comes out all gross and says that there's a new bar and that finishes the pub crawl Mac he's been working on for a decade. I don't know why you would need a decade to work on a map of the pub crawl, but yeah, that was weird. I guess he got distracted. And everyone's like, oh, well, I can't go. I have plans. And he's like, if you're asking, but thinking of this is about my breakup with Kai, it's not. And attendance is mandatory. I it love how he is. just says that. And then that makes it actually mandatory for everyone. Like, I'm going to start saying, Joe, it's mandatory for you to come to California. Right. Just, like just to record the podcast that you could drive home. <laughs> So we're at the first bar and Nick announces they're going to visit six bars in five hours, not six bars in six hours. Winston is on call with the police department, so he can't drink, but he's got a backpack and he's being really supportive of Nick, really into helping him through the crawl if it's going to make him feel better. But Schmidt shows how kind Winston is. Who else would be that happy to drive, be a designated driver when everybody else is partying? Exactly. I think they're walking to all the bars. Oh, yeah. So why is he even there? Well, he said he was going to be the designated buddy for driving. Designated buddy. But I think he's there to participate because he wants to support Nick. He just can't drink because of the police commitment. He's on call. I mean, they they walk to the last bar. That's the only reason because the group gets so big, they wouldn't fit in a car anymore, you know? Right. And I thought maybe he had a backpack because they were walking. So that's why he had all the stuff. Oh, in that's it. why it was a backpack. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why the map was hard to figure out. Anyway, so um Schmidt's at the gala and tries to remind Fawn that they need to go on the leave for the bar crawl crawl soon. Jess is in a rush at the bar crawl and tells uh Ryan to pretend to drink so they can get out of there and get to their fancy dinner. Cece's decided she's going to quote out drink Miller, which came out of nowhere. Why? Or night. I don't know. We'll get into that more though. Stupid. And then Ryan um, is telling Jesse he can't find a job. He called all his contacts, even the ones in England. And somehow that conversation results in him saying, You should move in with me, to which Jess panics and pretends she can't hear it. Jess is not. For being mature, she's not very emotionally relationship mature. She's always pretending things didn't happen. 
Well, she's socially awkward. Yeah, that's true. I've actually done that on the phone. They'll ask somebody else you a question, I'll act like I didn't hear, and they'll be like, I got another call. I think probably you think you're fooling them, but you're not, given the way you just described it. (laughs) Anyways, next time you tell me you didn't hear something, I'm going to know you're tricking me. (laughs) This is why I text. So we're at the cardiologist soiree. And Fawn's like, I can't make the crawl. Total bummer. Try to look as Mexican as possible tomorrow. Oh, that was hilarious. And then when uh, Schmidt is explaining how their relationship's kind of uneven, he flashes back to when he was, quote, crumping. I mean, how hilarious was that? Oh, when he's rapping, dancing thing? Yeah, when he's dancing with the gang initiative thing. I didn't know it was called crumping. Well, yeah, he calls it that. That's how I knew and then she's like, I don't know how I feel about that. And he goes, I don't know how I felt about it either. Or something like that. <laughs> so he says, do you want a photo op or a boyfriend? Call me when you figure it out. I was so proud of him for standing up for himself. And I was the only one. Okay. So <laughs> the, the next bar, um, someone overhears that Nick has put together a bar crawl. And he's like, we've got our slogan, folks. The crawl is for all. Um, May is in the bar and oh you know what I think I missed the first time coach met May I'm so sorry you did because the best line in that was Nick came up because Nick's like we gotta go yeah and she tries he tries to introduce him and he goes she hates you but I don't like her for you either exactly (laughs) I just don't understand why coach is wearing a sweater just like a normal person's sweater I don't understand why that's a problem because he always wears track suits. He doesn't always wear track suits. You you it's, say he it's does. It's Valentine's Day. He's dressing up. It's yeah, he's oh, going out to the bar. Track suits. I think that maybe Nick made a different dress code for this event. Oh, yeah. Or he could have worn like a red track suit or even a, a white one with hearts on it. <laughs> so uh, anyways, May's at the second bar after dissing uh, Coach the first time. Are we not going to talk about the heart? Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, that that was a good move. Are you going to talk about it? <laughs> Your name is in my heart, and he wrote it on that thing. Right, yeah. And yeah. then at the, at the second bar, when he tries to do it again, she takes the hearts away from him. He's like, you owe me $3.99. <laughs> so we're in the bathroom, and Jess and Cece are discussing Jess moving in with Ryan. Um, Cece's drinking and acting weird. Someone yells from the stall, just move in with him. I can't stay out of it anymore. And that's what makes Jess go, okay, I'll move in with him. Now, one of the pros was she likes the way he says raccoon. Raccoon. I mean, (laughs) I can't wait for like, I don't know when I'd see a raccoon, but the next time I see one, I'd be like, oh, a raccoon. Raccoon. So Ryan is discussing what happened with the guys and they take a different approach where they're like, she has a lot of hair. Sometimes she can't hear like, you know, Valentine's Day is hard. Let's all just start drinking. And Nick gets so mad when he found out Ryan was fake drinking and eventually Ryan does drink. And what's my, one of my favorite parts of the whole episode, because they're talking about tornadoes and how USA, whatever. He's like, USA. And Nick goes, and wherever you're from too, out of respect. So cute. Funny. <laughs> so CC is talking to Schmidt and, and CC's drunk because she's had nine plus three minus one drinks, trying to outdrink Miller. And I don't know. I thought this was an interesting choice for the way she acted drunk. 
it was more like she was possessed by a demon uh, yeah it's not a great cc thing yeah but um when when nick is talking to ryan interestingly nick has an umbrella drink oh that is interesting yeah and he's sitting next to winston so i would have thought winston could have had a virgin whatever with an umbrella drink no he was on a serious mission i don't even think he was gonna mess around with fake alcohol yeah so um the the crawlers as they're called who are the people that nick describes who are now following him around and winston is being so supportive and they have to go to um the next crawl so when jess tries to talk to ryan about it he says he doesn't remember and he's embraced the crawl and look jess i'm drinking fire and it's just a complete disaster we're in the next drinking fire I think the drink like had fire on it yeah oh wow that was weird we're at the next bar which is now karaoke bar which i love and instead of singing my girl or they changed the words to my girl to bar crawl which is amazing (laughs) what i love is that winnie is so into it but he's totally sober and with a backpack i love him yeah he's so supportive it's so adorable so may is back in the same bar and coach she sees she has a Kansas ID and they find out they're both army brats. They lived at all the other places, but they've missed each other every time until tonight when they run into each other so many times. And she says it's fate because he had said that earlier in the episode, kind of cheesy. And it looks like, okay, something might work out between them. We're thinking we have another bathroom scene, which is CC vomiting and Schmidt helping her, which I'm sure is gross, but you appreciate it, Heather, because it just shows how much he loves her still. I actually wrote in my notes, I got a tiny bit misty. Just, I mean, not bad, but a little bit misty-eyed. No okay. tears came out. Got it. So he says that, um, Cece says Valentine's Day sucks, but Schmidt says he likes it because three years ago, that's when they first took it up and he she gave took a chance on him and Cece gets sick again. And this is like so gross to me because Cece's touching the toilet so much yeah a public toilet no less and i wish i could say that that was inaccurate but unfortunately i've seen lots of drunk girls do that and worse when they're drunk at bars like lay on the floor and ugh, so gross, oh so germs. germs i know so uh jess and ryan are at dinner apologizing to each other and jess says that yes she will move in with him we're back at the bar, bar crawl and we're at nick's actual bar where he works where we find out that coach ditched May because she's relationship material and he wasn't looking for that. And Winston's like, oh, I got something in my backpack for you. Takes his hand out and slaps coach. A dangerous <laughs> move. He had rather timely for the news. <laughs> so Cece, oh, and he tells her, go get that girl. And coach apparently now takes direction from Winston and got up and went to go find May. So Cece sits down with Winston after that and he notices that she's wearing Schmidt's jacket he catches on that she has feelings for Schmidt still. Fawn shows up and says she does want uh, Schmidt to be her boyfriend. And Cece looks kind of sad. And uh, we find out there's last call at this bar, but there's one more bar to go to and they have to rush to make it. Very high stakes for Nick right now. Very important. At the loft, Ryan gets an email from the headmaster of Wellington Prep, this place where he went to school. He sings a fight song in his sleep. He loves it. And he's offered the, oh no, I'm sorry. He's offered the position of headmaster at Wellington Prep. He says he's not going to take it because he loves Wellington Prep, but he loves Jess more. She says, I love you too much to miss this opportunity. 
they agree to try long distance anyway, but you could see it by the looks on their faces. They're like, this is not going to work. We know it's not. We're just not saying it. And the old headmaster is his emergency contact. Contact, yes. And in a bit of irony, when they're talking about how long it takes to travel between the two places, uh, Jess says, that's great because I can catch up on podcasts. Uh, that's what I wrote on here. And we have a podcast. And now show I, That's what I said. And interestingly enough, in last night's episode of This Is Us, they did an emergency contact thing. They did. That's funny. I did. That, yeah. That's a good catch. Um, so of course, when you're re- watching this, we'll be, it was like four, this is up ep- episodes away, but oh, okay. so the bar crawl walks by and says like, Hey, you know, you guys come in, you got to join us. Coach sees Megan. He's trying to be nice and hit on her. He's being a mess, asks for her number. And she gives him his email and says, if he could write a good email, spelling everything out, being sincere, she'll consider giving him her number, going on a date with him. Mm-hmm. no typos no typos or anything yeah, no pictures right. yeah yeah she's yeah. very but what a weird thing to do i've always thought that was weird some people do that not now i i doubt that well now you can text but back in the day oh back in the day yeah so they're outside the last bar and nick stays outside because he feels like once he's completed the crawl he'll have nothing to do but of course the gang comes up and rallies around them and says he's with him they have to do this yes i mean he has a job he could do that um uh, manson-esque charisma he does he does have a manson-esque charisma this whole episode and i'm i'm into cult documentaries right now so it was like whoa my world's collided a lot apparently in last week so he's like, let's go in. Let's take this last drink. And the bouncer's like, I can't let you in. You're not wearing shoes. But Winston <laughs> saves the day because he has beers in his backpack. That was like a Mary Poppins bag. It fits so much stuff. And that's what oh, they said. Black Mary Poppins. Black Mary Poppins. Yeah, I think coach says it. And they all have a beer and turn the smiley face into a face with a goatee instead. And that is our episode. Woof. Like ran through that quick. Sorry if I talked too fast. So, Joe, we'll start with you because you love fashion. You're always prepared and paying attention. Favorite dress look? Oh, gosh. She wore the same thing the whole show. Well, no, she wore two outfits. But this is where, like, you say something about the outfit. Like, I liked it. I didn't like it. Um, No, I didn't even notice them. The only thing I noticed was Nick's great gravy-covered shirt. Well, he says it's not gravy, but yes, yeah. good, good catch. <laughs> Jess is like, is that shirt covered with gravy? He's like, no. <laughs> I just keep talking. So um, that's the best dress, Joe? That was, I, yeah, that was the best dress, yeah. <laughs> Heather, did you have a favorite dress look? Um, kind of. Uh, first of all, I could not stand the black dress and the applique. That's like for someone 100 years old. And it's not red, so it's not Valentine's Eve. Mm-hmm. And then she wore a lavender coat. Why not her red coat? It's mm-hmm. Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that leaves me with when she comes into the loft, and I have trouble seeing, but it appeared that was a black sweater with red hearts. Yes, I think so. So that's my favorite because I'm into holiday theme. So I thought the black dress with the you know rhinestone collar actually suited her because she's kind of an old soul and she dresses quirky so I didn't have a problem with it and I wondered if the costume designer's choice of black was like to set the tone for like the end of her and her boyfriend's relationship or being an obstacle 
um, to her having to go in the bar crawl, not wanting to. So she wasn't dressed how she normally would. I think it makes sense in this case. That's interesting. Very insightful take on that. Good job. Thank you. So best dress Joe is giving to Nick for being covered in gravy, correct? Yep. Heather, who's your best dressed? Well, I did something interesting. It's Schmidt's tuxedo jacket, but not on Schmidt. Mm. when cc's wearing it interesting so technically i guess it goes to cc and schmidt i don't know how that works i actually put schmidt's entire tux because he wears a lot of suits but we don't see a lot of tuxes on no he looked great it was a good look so favorite schmidt moment joe uh i liked when he made the joke at the party with a heavy heart we have to leave you (laughs) oh that was funny nice i'm gonna piggyback off of that because mine is anytime he made a pun like when he said fawn and i were on the rocks that would have killed the geologist event the other day i love puns (laughs) so i was there for any schmidt pun he wanted to throw out there zero on the jar count heather what is your favorite schmidt moment um when he's crumpy Oh, duh. I can't believe I didn't put that. What is wrong with me? (laughs) That you just learned was called crumping. Yeah. Favorite funniest moment overall, Joe? Oh, boy. I would say... I would say when they went to Nick's bar for the crawl. Because he's like... I didn't like you when I had a crush on you. <laughs> yeah, we find out his boss basically used to have and then ends up having again a crush oh, on him. that was funny. And like his, yeah. that, his dry delivery, the bartender or manager about everything, like you're not going to make it. Oh my God, I can't believe you used to have a crush on you. Like so monotone. Yeah. <laughs> that was, what was your favorite or funniest moment? Oh, for me, <laughs> the favorite funniest moment was when Jess and the English guy are talking Ryan, him moving and she's like i'll listen to podcasts and he goes and i'll try some cocaine yeah goes, i have to sample it so i'll try coffee. cocaine yeah she goes or coffee yeah <laughs> my favorite That's moment my, my favorite moment for sure was the karaoke moment because as heather knows and joe's witnessed before especially when i was younger i love to on the fly take a song and then change the words to be about oh. Like the kids keep entertained in the car. When I was younger, I would do it with Heather, like as a joke about my friends and stuff. And I just thought it was cute. So good at that. Thank you. You Bring that back. So that brings us to the Honey Roast Award for best character performance, prop, et cetera, in an episode. Um, I started with Joe a lot. So Hevs, let's start with you for Honey Roast. I did something interesting. I gave it to Winston, who was the designated, no, not to Winston. I did not give it to Winston. Okay. I gave it to his backpack. Mm. Learning from Joe, I did an object. Mm-hmm. His designated buddy backpack. But if I were to give a human honey roast, it would go to Fawn Moscato. Especially when she says, don't touch me. I'm a council woman. Nice. I liked when Winston Remember goes- when she said that? Yes. Okay. I like when Winston pulls the stick out of the backpack and he's like a stick for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, who or what gets your honey roast? Oh, I would have to say definitely Nick. Why? Because he he made the, the route a smiley face. 
Nice. Okay. I mean, he without yeah. him, there is no episode. So that's true. He made the okay. whole activity. Yeah, and he didn't crack. They all thought he was cracking. He didn't crack. He almost cracked, but he did not crack. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it's like interesting to see him be excited about a social event. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. true. Um, so I gave the honey roast to Winston for being so sweet and supportive of Nick, even when Nick was like, Don't write a check that your body can't find. And they're like, that's not a saying. He's like, oh, it is in Chicago. Like he was just everything that Nick did. He was right behind him, encouraging him. It was so cute. I loved it. I caught zero bears. What about you guys? Uh, no bears. No bears. Okay. That brings us to discussion questions, which I do not have one this night. Joe, do you have one? Huh. So... You know, I guess it's the obvious one. Have you ever been on a butterfly? Oh, I had that too. I'll cross it out. I've I've heard of them, but I've never really done it. I've never done one. I've been invited and all the ones I've been invited to had an element that this one didn't where it's like, you're in a bar crawl in a Halloween costume. You're in a bar crawl and you wear pajamas. You wear tie dye. Like you wear an identifier that so it shows you're part of the group. Um, but I've never done one. I don't like to drink and I also don't like to be out too late. So even when I was younger though, I somehow missed it except for the story I've already told about the time I went on an interview to be like a merchandiser with Budweiser. And we went to like five different bars to support those businesses and ended in a strip club oh for my, my interview. God. I guess I that's a bar crawl. In one of those. Yeah. Heather, what about you? Out. Um, oh, bar crawl. Right. No, which is interesting because the town we live in has a ton yes. of them. Yes. Um, that's not something I would be interested in. I mean, the closest thing to a crawl, but it was in a car, was like my friend and I about 20 years ago, I had this best friend and we were super close. And so we would go like out to dinner at a nice restaurant, like say Citrone, and then leave there and be like, okay, let's see what's going on at Martini Bar. Are there cute guys there? No, let's go to this place. But it wasn't a crawl. Yeah, I think that's very specific to where we live. There's just this street that has all these restaurants and bars and yeah, not that that doesn't happen in other cities, but. My favorite promotion was everybody had dollar drinks until the first person goes to the bathroom. And so every time someone went towards the restroom, they'd be like, no, 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 no. That was the, that was the big promotion when I was in college. Well, was so where was every, this? In India? Everybody gets $1 drafts until the first person goes to the restroom. Oh, oh gosh, oh. you need to be that person. I, I know. I, now, if you're they, Joe, you could just go outside and go to the bathroom and hope there's not a police officer around. No, they wouldn't let you. You could not leave and you could not go to the restroom. So they kidnap you? You can't go home? <laughs> Basically, yeah. that's the promotion. The promotion is, I mean, if you leave, you got to leave. Like, you're gone. Yeah. But you couldn't go no outside re-entry. and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so did you have that, a second discussion question? Oh, that's a great first one. I wasn't saying that it was, was great. great. That was awesome. So to clarify, no, no. I wasn't knocking the question. I was just moving the podcast along as I tend to do because it's my job. Heather, did you have a question? Yes. That was a great one. Have you ever made like a decision from advice from a stranger as Jess did? 
No. <laughs> no. Have and I by ever... the way, that was stolen from Golden Girls. Oh, Heather, I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> have I ever had a suggestion for what? Like taking advice from a stranger. Like how Jess was in the bathroom and the girl goes, just move in with him. And she's like, okay, I will. Uh, I don't know. Um, not many strangers take my advice, so I don't know. No. <laughs> okay. Heather, have you? <laughs> um, yes. Well, I in the situation of like, I'm shopping alone and I don't mm. know if I should buy the green blouse or the blue blouse, so I'll ask, ask the sales lady. Yeah. But if no sales lady, then I'll ask a person. But one time... It wasn't really giving advice, but you and I were shopping at Kohl's and we Oh, we don't saw say their this, names. I won't say their names. Okay. This it's a kind of an obnoxious family. And then we were in like the dressing room area, but we didn't know that anyone was in the dressing room. And we said, oh, I can't believe the XYZ family is here. We'll say the Smith family. And the girl came out. What'd she say? I know. Yeah, I don't know. She just agreed with us. And I mean, I'm glad that she was on the same page as us, but it was a life lesson about talking about people with rooms with doors around and getting caught. She was like, oh God, they're here. <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, I'm with you guys. This is awful. <laughs> that was so funny. Did you have another discussion question? Yes. Have you ever tried to out drink someone? Ooh, I definitely wouldn't bother because I'm such a lightweight, Joe. I'll drink someone. Like how Cece did with uh, Miller. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what's, that's what's called college. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you always, that's what guys do when they go out. That's, that's the whole purpose of going out for guys. I thought it was to pick up girls. Yeah, that's kind of secondary, but to do that, you got to have a few drinks first. So, you know, oh, go hand in hand. Yeah, loosen up the uh, the atmosphere a little bit. Yes. So the guy who drinks the most of the guys is like the coolest guy. No, he's the drunkest guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's cool, but. But that's what I, I guess there is no like there's there's no defined award for it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wins a trophy per se. But who knows what it is? That's hard to say. I mean, it's just so interesting because for a girl, that's such a dangerous game to play. I remember when I was older and married, but Joe still worked at the baseball stadium, and we went out with a group of people who were, you know, athletes on the team and girls who work there, whatever, just a, a lot of different people. And one, the girl who I always think of when I see someone touching a toilet seat, actually and vomiting was, I mean, she wasn't even able to talk. Like it was really bad. We're trying to carry her out. And the guy who was interested in her was like, no, no, I got this. She can come home with me. I'm like, what <laughs> guy your age wants to take care of this? Like, I'm no, that's not what you're looking for. I'm going to go ahead and take her to our house. Like it's, that's not a game you want to, you don't want to be out drinking anyone when you're a girl at a bar. You hmm? took her to your house? Yeah, she, she stayed the night at our house so I could make sure she was safe. Oh, that's nice. What's your answer, Hebs? No, um, but I've 
I don't drink now, but when I was younger, my friend, like I'd be with a friend and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to get another Heather. You, you need to too. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't trying to drink. I guess they were trying to keep me the same. That's something that's always bothered me because I don't drink at all now. And I didn't drink until I turned 21 and took so much grief for it. Everywhere I went, every party, there'd be people at like TGI Fridays that was by our work like sneaking drinks to the underage friends that we had. And I feel like I've spent my entire life explaining to people like why I would never come to someone else, whether it be soda or chocolate or alcohol. I'd be like, no, you have to have this or you're not cool. You have to have this. You're not one of us. Like what is up with that? I don't understand that mentality at all. It's so weird. It seems to be more youthful thing, but even now still people try and give me a hard time. And I'm like, look, I have my vices. I don't need to add any more to it. Well, I just was always such a rule follower. I I just thought you couldn't do it until you were 21. No, that is the law. <laughs> well, because I never went to parties. I was always studying. Yeah. Joe, I'm or sure you waited until you were 21. <laughs> Did I wait till I was 21? I said, I'm sure you also waited till you were 21. <laughs> to drink? Oh, no. In a bar? Yeah. <laughs> right, well, that is going to bring us to the end of the episode because we're running out of time. So thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next week and have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.